the Ali B. Artiste podcast, creativity, beauty, empowerment, and love. Hey, and welcome back to the Ali B. Artiste podcast. This is your host, Olivia. So the past uh, several days, I've been reading excerpts from my new book, A Mother's Guide to the Universe. Um, This first section is a guide to self-love, and the next section will be a guide to presence. So um, I'll let you know once it's in the presence part of it, but um, this is still self-love. So I just um, wanted to say that I hope that you're enjoying these readings, and um, if there's any way you can uh, send me some feedback, I would really love to know if this is helping anyone, if this makes sense, if uh, my terminology is uh, correct, or, you know, just if my insight is bringing you fresh perspective. Um, Because if I didn't have an audience, then I wouldn't have anyone to read this to. So um, just wanted to say I appreciate whoever's here tuning in. And um, yeah. If there, I don't know if there's reviews on here, you can feel free to email me or uh, I have social media. You can find my website on like the description on this page and you can find ways to contact me there. So anyways, this, uh, I'm going to read another two sections because these are a little shorter. So um, the first section is called Romance. In finding love for yourself, you'll start to notice your standards becoming higher for a romantic relationship. At first, this may feel like you're being picky or cocky, but in fact, this is just your confidence building and your self-respect strengthening. So many of us have been subjected to catcalling or body grabbing by other people in their attempts to get our attention. There are many, myself included, have thought that these actions were okay or flattering, or we were too scared to know what to do about it, so we just allowed it to happen. In my past, I didn't know any better, and I would feel obligated to interact with someone if they gave me attention. At times, I also felt obligated to have sex with them as well, because I thought that sex was the only way I could connect intimately with a person. I would allow people to treat me poorly and allow people to force me to do sexual things that I didn't want to do. It took took me a long time to learn how to have respect for myself, to gain the confidence to say no, and to learn how to set a strong boundary. A couple years after my divorce and after I stopped going on dates, I began to journal and fantasize about what a real meaningful relationship would look like. I imagined how a man would treat me in relation to how I'd been treated in the past. I visualized myself saying no to things I didn't want to do and actually be heard and understood for it. I envisioned myself being held through emotional times rather than be yelled at and comforted when I made a mistake instead of shamed. I created a fantasy of someone treating me in the most kind and gentle way, being respectful to me and my kids and wanting nothing, wanting to do nothing but support me and love me exactly for who I am, rather than be with somebody who wanted to control or manipulate me. 
I decided that I wouldn't settle for anything less than that. I have endured enough abuse in my life and would never allow myself to go through it again, even if it means that I'm single for the rest of my life. Now, this may seem like a lot to some people, and I wouldn't expect everyone to have the same type of vision. This may seem silly or unrealistic, but to me, it's even more silly and unrealistic to keep perpetuating emotional and physical abuse. I think that more people deserve to have a voice in their relationships, to be able to keep their values, and to be accepted as themselves rather than to be held on a pedestal of what someone expects them to be. I think that there are too many expectations placed on each other in relationships, and when those expectations are not met, then it leads to resentment. What kind of relationship is worth that kind of toxicity? We are so deserving of love and support, but we are so used to being ridiculed by the people who claim to love us the most. Is that really love? The next section is called self-acceptance. There are many parts that make up your magnificent self. Think of all the different emotions you go through. Think of the times you feel playful, times you feel serious, times you feel confident, and times you feel shy. Think of your different moods and when you feel creative or passionate. These are all different parts of you that show up in different circumstances. All of those beautiful pieces make up the unique individual that you are. Sometimes we suppress parts of us because they bring us shame. Sometimes we suppress it to protect ourselves from being hurt. But all of these parts of us just want our love and attention. Due to our upbringing, excuse me, and the way society is and what is deemed acceptable, we are sometimes afraid of letting all of these parts show themselves. When we suppress or hide these parts of us, then it doesn't allow us to feel our full potential. But we can allow these parts of us to show up when we are by ourselves. We can nurture them and love them, even if, even just for ourselves. We don't need to broadcast it because it's not for anyone else. The journey is for you. That concludes the reading for today. And I'll continue tomorrow with the next couple sections. Thank you so much for tuning in again, and I hope you have a great day. Bye.